much for waiting. Greatly appreciate it. It's the KDK9 show. And in case you're a newbie to my show, I've been here 20 years this year uh, in August. Me and Lori and Julia are the original crew. And uh, and now, starting June 5th, remember my show will be moving to Sundays. We're moving to Sundays. We'll still be on Sundays, <laughs> but the moving time slot to noon to 2. So noon to 2, write that down so you can listen and call in and pass it along. I put it on my Facebook page, my K9 Facebook page. So hopefully everybody will get the memo. And I have people that will be calling in. <laughs> okay, why did the pitcher go to jail? Um, I don't know. Think about it. Think oh, about it. Think about I know. it. Think about okay. It. Okay, Dr. Jess. <laughs> because it was framed. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Nice. Ding, ding, Woo. ding, ding. There nice you job. Go. See? You're catching on. <laughs> You're catching on. It's like <laughs> such a feeling of triumph. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not a trivia question, technically, but anyway. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. All right, we have. Chrissy, and she has a dog with anxiety when it comes to car rides. All right. Hi, Chris. Chrissy. Hi there to both of you. How are you doing today? Good, good. Appreciate it. What kind of pupper do you got? I have an 11-month-old Bernadoodle, mini Bernadoodle, and um, we started noticing at about seven months old that he began to really struggle with car rides, and it's more um, panting shaking his whole body um, shakes and then he stands while he's buckled in with the harness um, with his head kind of resting against the back of the seat and just <laughs> he just looks super sad yeah. um, okay what I do you do you know what do you do when he's doing that you know I for before we even go a good hour before we even get in the car I give him some CBD and that calms him because he'll watch when we're packing and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I get him a treat, like, to get in. I've done little car rides with him to show that he can, you know, that he can handle it. I talk with him um, as he's sitting kind of on the seat there. Um, For a little bit, I had been just getting him in and out of the car Mm -hmm. as well. And so I guess my question to you, while he hasn't thrown up is it car sickness or is it training work that i need to be doing with uh, him um he, he has not thrown up does he look a little green in the gills he does okay he yeah and it he just his ears are so down and okay. um okay. the his facial expression is he just looks miserable <laughs> okay um what you can do is ginger settles the stomach okay so you okay. can you got cooking ginger you know powdered ginger in your house you could take yeah, a pinch Pinch of ginger and mix it in with his food or canned pumpkin or yogurt or whatever. Because dogs don't, now remember, humans have 9,000 taste buds. Dogs only have 1,700. So it's not the taste we're after. What we're after is the smelling, that he gets used to the smell of ginger. But ginger will settle the stomach. Okay. So that'll make him feel a little bit better. And so then what you're going to do is you're going to go to Trader Joe's and get the triple ginger ginger snaps because that's got oh. a really high amount of ginger in it. Or you can make your own. You know, you can make your okay. own ginger snaps and bump up the the quantity of ginger in it and then just put a fraction of the sugar that they call for ginger snaps. You can make your own. All right? Yeah. And so yeah. anyway, because this ginger is what's going to help settle the stomach. Then how you perceive it, because this is interesting. When he was younger, was he okay in the truck or the car? 
Yeah, he just was more settled. And so I, I know that they start to, you know, really get nervous after that six month and you have to kind of show them that everything is okay. No, like in no, the world, because you, right? My, is, no, my is guess okay. is what you probably did, and this is normal for 99% of everybody that owns a pet, is they people have a tendency to do what we do to humans. We coddled the dog. Like, they're there. It's okay. No, it's not okay. They are worried, and they're looking for somebody that is is a pillar that they can go get through this anxiety together. So the thing okay. is, the worst thing you do is when a dog is showing fear of anything, whether it's a car ride, whether it's a fire hydrant, you know, a person is, oh, what is that? What do you think that is? Because why? your voice all of a sudden you don't you don't sound like a weenie like they're there it's okay you know it's like okay apparently you have got your poop in a group you know you're okay all over this so maybe i can sure. be too all right and so we, okay. do, we can't coddle and and that but that's a human instinct to do they're there yeah. it's okay no what you gotta do is turn up the music start singing out you know having a good time because okay. so portray that this is fun because if he wasn't like this at the very beginning beginning something happened that then you started coddling and now he is worried about it you know whereas maybe he he did he fell off the the seat or something and you oh are you okay oh they're there you know what i mean and all of a sudden so things can change as you go forward so now you got to change it and that's by shorter car rides pop him in the can in the in the car Go to the end of the driveway, come back. Yay, you, yay, you, let's go. Either have play ball, uh, have a toy, give a treat, yeah. have it uh, vary it. Don't always have it be the same thing. Okay. Okay. And so the okay. thing, and then maybe go around the block and, oh, yes, aren't we having a good time? Also, to remember, and this is for every pet owner to remember, every dog owner, is that every emotion we have has a smell. Okay, when we're really happy, kind of happy, sort of happy, really upset, kind of upset, you know, sort of upset, really happy, or angry, kind of angry, but anyway. So, a lot, let's say you read a joke, just like our dumb dad jokes here, okay? And anyway, you're just about ready to belly laugh. If you watch your dog, that dog's head will all, the ears will shift towards you and they might look at you. They smelled your emotion that you're about ready to belly laugh. All right. Interesting. And, yes. And so that, but we don't realize, you know, because everything in the dog's world is through the ears and through the nose. Why do you think they can tra- train dogs to be uh, uh, the diabetic dogs? Because they can smell when your is- insulin is through training process that, that your insulin is starting to drop and you need a bump before, you know, huh. you need help. And there are some dogs just by by themselves can figure out that uh, through a, sh- a change that if you're into seizures, some dogs have not been trained for this because it's kind of impossible, but by living with certain people, they they all of a sudden, they can sense in a, you know, like over five minutes or whatever type thing, something's, co- your, your chemistry is changing in your body. Sure. And so they can sense something's coming. And so that's why by what you do, even though you might not be shaking in your boots, Maybe you're um, in trying to be brave, you know, you're admitting that you're not so brave. But if you can try to puddle through it, like singing your favorite song, hey, what do you think? Making a joke out of it. Oh, what do you think? Look at that car. Isn't that an idiot car? Look at that. Every car is white. Every car is white. What do you, you know what I mean? Whereas all of a sudden the dog is like, what is she talking about? But what do we, but the thing <laughs> okay. is, is not the words. It's the emotion that you're protruding now because you're moving forward and not coddling. All right. Yeah. Okay, now Dr. Jess wants to dive in here. Dr. Jess. Yeah, I would suggest just adding um, one of the combination homeopathic remedies for motion sickness. 
Okay. Because those are super um, easy to do. that in, mm-hmm. a just, in addition to the ginger, Dr. Yeah. Jess? Yeah. Yeah, because the ginger is working on a physiologic level, and homeopathic okay. remedies work on an energetic level. So, um, And what mm-hmm. would that be? Uh, Highlands, H-Y-L-A-N-D. Highlands is a homeopathic pharmacy. And they make yep. some combination remedies, and they have one called motion sickness. <laughs> okay. Enough. And I like I bought it at my local co-op up in Cambridge. And okay. uh, basically what you do with it, it's, uh, it's a homeopathic remedy, but it comes as uh, tablets, like little sugary kind of powdery tablets. So basically uh, give a tablet in the morning before you ever start to get ready. Then give okay. another tablet. And, and all you have to you just have to put the tablet in his mouth. You can give it with a treat if you want. Okay. Um, but they're they're made of sugar, so it's not going to taste bad. And then you give another okay. tablet right before you get in the car, and just see what that does. I use them for um, back in the day when I used to go places and fly on planes. Uh, um, okay. So I would I would use them for turbulence, and I just discovered through my experience that much more effective if you take it before you ever get on the plane versus waiting for turbulence. Uh, okay. Um, and then because I'm you know short of a big family, so I always end up sitting in the back seat. So same thing. I will always take my motion sickness tablets. Uh, there you go. But the big thing is, like I say, how you portray and how you show him the the situation. And so that's yeah. the whole thing is that, you know, having sometimes just jump in, jump out. Yay. Wasn't that good? And just, have, you know, pay, 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 pay. Okay. And have okay. him jump in. They, you shut the doors, turn on the music, just sit there. Okay. We're done. Open the doors, you know, change it up. So every time he goes in there, it doesn't necessarily mean the car is going to move. And sometimes Got it's it. just going to go to the end of the drive and back up around the block. And But everything's a fun thing now is happening and your emotions has shifted and you smell different. All right. Okay. Whereas you're not. Oh, there, there. It's okay. All right. Okay. So two questions for you sure. then. Um, the ginger. Yep. How much did you say a to pinch. start? That just a pinch of ginger, just ground ginger that you got in your baking comfort. Comfort. Okay. And then for those triple ginger snaps, triple is there ginger, ginger snaps. A certain amount of those that I should give him. No. For body size. Or yeah. Body how weight? big is he? How many uh, pounds? He's forty pounds. Forty pounds. Yeah. You can give him one or two. Those ginger snaps are really thin. Okay. okay, we're just after the, okay. the the ginger of it, you know. Like I said, if you want to make your own, you know, that's that's fine. That's see, even what, better. Yeah. And then um, the motion sickness pill, just one of those for the um, the Highlands for his body weight. The um, yeah, because yeah, homeopathic remedies are not dosed according to weight. So awesome. Everybody takes one. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you okay. both so very much. You bet, but how helpful. you yes, but how you perceive something, you know, just like if you're on a walk and your dog jumps from something. Don't go and coddle them like, oh, I was sorry. Are you okay? Don't worry. It's not going to hurt you. No, just, oh, what was that? Oh, let's go take a look at this. What is this? And so then by you showing that you are okay with it and admitting everything, all of a sudden the dog is like, the confidence level goes up. All right? That is super helpful because he is getting more skittish on our walks if he sees, you know, people are putting stuff, different garbage cans and stuff are out right now. Okay, now I have Um, another question for you. Okay. Uh, oh, can you yep. hold on? We got to run. We got to run to break. We got to do that, you know, here once in a while. So don't oh. hang up. I got a question for okay. you. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here we go. What do you call a baby monkey? What do you call a baby monkey? We'll be back. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to the KDK9 show here on mytalk1071.com. 
Uh, if you are driving and missing part of this and you need to, like what Dr. Jessica Levy, a holistic vet, how can they get a hold of you, Dr. Levy? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Yep, you can go to my show page at mytalk1071.com and you can hear all the past shows and this show. So you can write things down because there's been a lot of info pumped out this today. Okay, what do you call a baby monkey? What do you a think, Hope? Baby monkey? Yep, a baby monkey. <laughs> I don't know. What did Josh say? No clue. No clue. Boy, Josh, <laughs> you better get yourself. <laughs> okay, Dr. Jess, you've been, you, both of you and your Hope have gotten one. I so, know. How about this one? A monklet. A monklet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's pretty good. That's, pretty, that's not what it says here in the book. Oh, okay. But I, I should write that in. Yeah. AKA also could be, but it's called a chimp off the old block. Oh, a chimp off the old block. Come on. Yeah, I know. Hey, they're called silly jokes. They are. So, they are silly. Silly jokes for kids. Yeah. But anyway, we want to keep everything clean and whatever. Yeah. Okay, let's go back. What are we talking to? <laughs> We're talking to Chrissy. Yeah, there we go. Chrissy. Okay, Chrissy. Yeah. Sorry about that. We're getting a little bit squirrely here. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That was like, that was a want one. <laughs> there you go. Okay, now, is does your dog have uh, lots of hair around the eyes? Uh, he does. Okay, you got to get that trim back as far as you can because you, oh. you don't because you don't want the shelf and you don't want the blinkers on the side. Because think of it, okay? Let's take uh, you know cousin it, okay? And the yeah. Adam family. Okay, so he can't negotiate the worry because he can't see it. it it's going to make you more spooky and skittish if you can't. All you can see is in front of you, and then all of a sudden, bam! Something's right there in front of you. Okay, got it. So, but sure. you can you can make an appointment at your groomers and say, I just want the eyes trimmed, and the. Okay. The way I explain it is that, you know how if you look at an owl's eye, how the feather goes away from the eyes? Yeah. Okay, that's what you want for the dog. You want it to go away, all the way around. And then a lot of people put the little poof on top of the head. No poof. Okay, you can, you know, cut it. No, you don't have to buzz it. But I mean, but if you have any kind of a poof, it's going to get long and fall back into the dog's eyes. So sure. make sure you cut that back a little bit backwards, okay? So it's more uh, aligned with the ears. Guys. I'm sitting here looking at them. I'm like, okay, that side part. Yep. It's longer. Yes. And so what they don't, and, and people, I know it's a cute look. I get it. My Gilligan, he's a Yorkie Karen Terrier. And it took a while for my groomer, which is a friend too, to get, I said, I don't want him to have blinkers or shelves. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it doesn't look as cute, but then he's not, he's, he's got a clear vision. He's not, not jumping like, Oh, what was that? Ooh, what was that? Uh, yeah. stairways are, are really are off for them, you know, because the going up is easier than the dogs going down because the okay. peripheral vision is a little different. If they got all this hair that can't truly see so so that's another thing that might play a part into this car thing too is that he can't clearly see and so fascinating i'm totally going to give that a try and so that's why like i say but don't because you you have to have it like i say like an owl cut away otherwise within three four days it's going to grow enough it's back into the eyes (laughs) yes you know, yes. and so that's why, like, I'm having, I have a shy, timid dog class, and that's the first thing. When they come through the door, it's like, you've got to get that uh, those eyes opened up, because that's three quarters of right there. The dog can't see right. He's already nervous as it is, and that's okay. not helping the situation. And so by yeah. taking that hair and bringing it back as far as you can so they have a clear field of vision, it really helps with the jumpies and the skittishes and such like that. That's 
terrifically helpful also. Oh, good. So thank good, you. Good. I will give that a shot. All right. Good, good, good. Is uh, anything right. else? Yeah. Thank wait, you wait a minute. Have a good rest of the day. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Right. Do, you, do you have one of those little cordless trimmers at home, Katie? Cordless trimmer. Yeah. As far as? Uh, like, you know, the groomers use ones that have kind of the wide blades and like it's a big heavy duty yep, thing. Yep, yep. Yeah. But you can get like smaller ones that are cordless and okay. have a narrower. Okay. Oh, I see. I see what you're like people would use for mustaches and beards. Yes. And so that's kind of, I keep one of those at home. So my two dogs that have to be groomed. Yeah. But it, in between grooming, I'll kind of clean up their faces. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, just to get the crud off their their lips and right. Okay, so but now you got to around their eyes and stuff. Right, you got to get them used to it, so it's not just bring them out. You cut them all up, you know. So they have to get used to the sounds and the. Did you have any trouble yeah. with that or not? No. Okay, well, that's interesting. No. So you just use a, what a person would clean clean their beard right. up. But these with were two dogs I got as adults, like they had been groomed before. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that there is a video somewhere on YouTube that well, would sure. show people. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. just kind of how to do that. Because I'm not trying to. I mean, I realize that it makes them look weird, and sometimes, you know, when I take them into the groomer, like their faces are cut, cut kind of short because uh-huh. I've done it at right. home. Yeah. But then the rest of them, like. From the top of their head back, yeah. it's growing long. Yeah. But I don't care. I just want them to be able yeah, to see. see. Yeah. And then, yeah. and too many people, especially with everything that's got doodle, you know, everything, you know, they're, yeah, they don't want a dog to shed, but then they're not taking care of the coat correctly. And then they're getting knotted clear to the thing and, you know, to the uh, skin. And because they're oh, just yeah. top it's, grooming. It's, these dogs are an investment. Oh, you got that right. And so, yeah, that is really a good idea. I'm going to have to invest in one so I can show people. You know, in my classes, yeah, uh, about what what you're talking about, because that would be really, especially it's so hard to get into the groomers, you know, nowadays because there's so many doodles out there. Mm, that, wow. And then, yeah, and so uh, a lot of a lot of people I'm talking to, man, they got to wait, wait. Many have to wait a month and a half. I know a couple of groomers that are booked already to the end of August. Wow, the end of August. Yeah, this then, is only you, May. Yeah, and then well, you really have to watch it around any kind of holiday. Yes. Because they're they're always everybody slammed. wants them cute for the Fourth of July or for Labor Day and or for the, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> but anyway, okay, where are we at there, Miss Hope? All right, we have Summer, and she has a question about heartworm testing um, outside of Minnesota. All right, hi there, how you doing? I'm doing great, Katie. Hi, Doctor Jess. Hey, hi there. there you go. What can we do for you? Well, uh, with my dog, I follow the protocol to test for heartworm like in January, February. Uh, my daughter and I have been trying to figure out because she lives in southern Pennsylvania, and they don't always have the window of non-mosquito months that we do here. So we're trying to figure out what you do when you've maybe only got 70 days or 60 days hey. without mosquitoes. You know, like, when should you do the test? Whoa, without mosquitoes? Right, it's and a so, longer, bigger window than that. Yeah, and so that, so that's where some people might test twice a year. Okay. Um, I mean, it. You know, I I have clients who are you know more panicky than that. Some people test their dogs four times a year. Oh wow. Um, okay. you know, but I would say spring and fall mm-hmm. probably gives Every you a pretty good months. idea of what's going on. Because mm-hmm. how long once it get bit? How long does it take to show up in a uh, test? Uh, at least six months. Six months, okay. Yeah, so it takes takes the worms about four to six months. To grow to from the larva that's injected by the mosquito to grow to adulthood. Okay. But the test cannot detect worms that are younger than six months. Oh, interesting. Look at yeah, that. And there have to be at least two, and they better both be female. Okay. So if you end up with, by some magic, if you end up with four male worms in okay. your dog, okay. they will always test negative. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, so the test is only picking up female heartworm DNA, and there have to be at least two of them to create enough DNA. Oh, wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. I did Yeah, so, I mean, in Minnesota, you know, this is one of the things we have going for us, yes. is that we have a good six months without mosquitoes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, true. that's true. Okay, so like a spring and a fall and she should be good. Right. So that's why, you know, when people, uh, I have people when they come in in October, November, and they're like, oh, I forgot to do my heart room test this year. I always tell them, just wait until the spring. Uh-huh. Wait until April, May. You'll be in plenty of time because mosquitoes won't even be out yet. Yeah. But in other parts of the country, yeah, different considerations. Although it turns <laughs> out that um, over the winter, uh, the... Um, the heart, the larvae themselves are dormant inside the mosquitoes, and so you can't actually get heartworm in winter, no matter where you are. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, but winter, you know, could be a shorter season still. Okay. Do you got anything else? You can hold on. We got to run to break. Nope, I'm good. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Take thank care. You. Okay, who earns a living driving their customers away? Who earns a living driving their customers away? We'll be back. All right. Okay. Who earns a living driving their customers away? Uh, I don't know. Josh? What do you think there, Josh? Nothing. Nothing. He's got nothing. Driving away. Okay. What do you think, Dr. Jess? I don't know. A taxi service? A limo service? Really? That's it. Okay. okay, who earns a living driving their customers away? A taxi driver. Yay. A taxi <laughs> nice driver. job. Okay. Hey, look at that. I See? Get the next one. There you go. <laughs> we only got, what, one more? One more? Yeah. Okay. Good. Technically, We're yeah. safe. One We're more. safe. <laughs> yeah, I only got one more. There you go. Okay, who's up to bat here? All right. We have Renee, and she has a question about dry eyes and a dog. All right. Hi, Renee. How you doing? Hi. Pretty good. How are you? Good. What kind of puppy do we uh, talking about? Uh, Pekingese. And She's how- like... 14 years old. Ooh, okay. Pee-peek. Not too many pee-peeks are not very... You know, this is a shame because they really are cool dogs. <laughs> you know, oh, everyone they are. I've met, they're they just They don't really listen, be- though. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were, yeah, they were meant to be on the throne and just everybody kind of bowed <laughs> to them. So, anyway. Okay, dry eyes and a, a Pekingese, 14 years old. What do you think, Dr. Jess? Well, how long ago was she diagnosed? Um, Probably about two weeks ago. Oh. Okay, and so what did they tell you? They told us to use the eye drops that they gave us, but the eye drops they gave us are extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. Um, you could ask if there is a generic of that, because um, usually it's a cyclosporine. Yep. Um, was she seen by an ophthalmologist? No, she was seen by a vet. Okay. So usually I would I would suggest just booking an appointment with whoever your local veterinary ophthalmologist is. Um, I mean, what I'll, area are you in? Mountview. Ah, well, good. Olivero, Doctor. I like Doctor Olivero. Yeah, Doctor Olivero is yep. in St. Louis Park. Park. Yep. And then the other Laraco, option is, is Laraca. Yeah, Laraca in in Blaine in Andover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Is yeah. that something like holistic we can do for her? Or? Um. Yeah, there might be, but at the same time, with dry eye, like you really cannot mess around. So you sort of have to use the eye ointments. Um. Things that I would do that might uh, make your dog's life a little bit easier. Obviously, if you're not feeding fresh food, I would do that. Um, I would support the immune system because dry eye is actually an autoimmune process in dogs for the most part. I didn't know that. So if you you know, haven't stopped vaccinating yet, now would be a good time. 
Um, and then I would use something like um, Standard Process makes a couple of supplements. I would use their canine immune support. And then also they have one called Oculotrophin PMG. And so um, you can always, you can just email me through my website to ask about how to order stuff from Standard Process. Um, Oculotrophin PMG is one of their human supplements, but all their supplements are just made of food. So um, like there's nothing, you know, you know, there's no risk here. Right, right. So the Oculotrophin PMG, even for Pekingese, I would still give one tablet twice a day and you just mix stuff in with her food. The canine immune support is a powder, so you would also add that to her food. Depending on how much she weighs, it'll tell you how much to give according to her weight. There's an right, so- eye drop that you can get at um, either CVS or Walgreens. One of them, or either one of them might have it. So there's a line of homeopathic eye drops made by a company called Similasan. So S-I-M-I-L-A-S-A-N. And uh, I believe they make one called Dry Eye Relief. And if they don't, because I'm not online right now, email me. Uh, but but those uh, homeopathic eye drops are carried at, like I said, Walgreens uh, or CVS. One of them has it. And then basically, um, it's just a homeopathic eye drop. Like there's no drugs in it. And so you could put a drop in each eye twice a day. And you can see if that would help reduce the dependence on the super duper expensive ointment. How do you know if you uh, would you? Okay, you're doing the home. She's doing the regular drops, right? Because you're doing the homeopathic. Mm-hmm. How do you know? So you try giving the ointment once a day, and put the drop in at the other end of the day, and see if you know. See if the dog still looks comfortable by the time you wake up in the morning. Oh, okay, okay. It's not a, not a super fine tuned way okay. to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A little bit of experimentation involved. Yeah. Okay. So you, oh, okay, yeah. So you could do something like that, but th- that's where I would start. Okay, you know other other things that uh, that could be helpful. Um, you know, chiropractic because Ooh. of the like. So this is a problem with the lacrimal glands, right? The tear producing glands, and so it's an autoimmune process, but is also potentially dependent on the nerves that go to the eyes, the nerves that go to those glands. So um, you're in Moundsview, you said. Mm-hmm. Moundsview is like. Where is that? Is that like um Blaine? Yeah, that Blaine area. Brighton area. Yeah. Okay, so um there's an uh animal chiropractor in Andover, uh Stacy Heim at Rhythm of Life Animal Cairo. Uh there's also uh Dr. Keith Bilstein at Motion Wellness in Anoka. Um so these eye drops are gonna be like forever then. Maybe. Maybe the is other it, one. The other one that I would think about is Doctor Sarah Hagbloom at Total Health and Healing in Coon Rapids, and basically, you know, you have to try to restore your dog's immune system when you know the condition that has developed is severe and chronic. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to fix. Yeah, so okay. That, so that's what we mm-hmm. want to try to do. You want to back off the big expensive drops. By, you know, boosting right, but, your immune but system. Then you're, then you're going to have to put a foundation in place and, you know, take some other ancillary right. steps yep. to improve local conditions in the eye. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So All right, a little bit of, A little bit of work ahead of you. Yep. Yeah, okay. sounds like it. Okay. It is. Take that's care. True. Thanks for Thank the call. You. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, that's, you know, that's especially when we're messing with the eyes. You know, that's... Uh, right. And it's the kind of thing where, you know, because the, the, the ointment that's used in the eye... 
uh, is cyclosporine. It's an immunosuppressive because you have an autoimmune process going on. But, you know, I mean, I'm not really comfortable taking chances, you know, with the dog's eyesight. Right. And also dry eye is super uncomfortable and itchy and mm-hmm. painful. And then especially when you have a dog like a peak and the eyes are kind of sitting out in front of yes, its face. face. <laughs> you don't want the dog like really, pug. <laughs> right. You don't really want the dog rubbing its eye on stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the corneas are already kind of overexposed because a lot of times with those little dogs, the, the lids might not close all the way. Wait, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Who's up next? Or Miss Hope. All right. We have Cindy and she has a question about removing a skin tag. Okay. Hi, Cindy. How you doing? Hi. Good. 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 Um, I, I have a little toy poodle, white toy poodle. He's about 10. He's healthy and whatnot. Um, he has, and it bugs me, yeah. um, you know, like a non-growing, like one of those, you know, dark skin tags. Yep. Well, you know, and I, I just <laughs> took him into the, you know, the dog to have him, him groomed. And um, um, I would like to just, is there a way I can kind of naturally remove it or... You know, um, where is it? It's on his uh, back. On his back? How big is it? I, I, it's not growing. It's been there. Uh, it's about. Mm, oh, what can I compare it to? Size uh, of an eraser on a pencil. Size of a pencil. Say again. Say again. Oh, size of a pencil tip. Okay. Tip. Okay. Have you had your yeah the tip of yeah. a pencil? Have you had your regular? I, you know, oh, but you know it protrudes, but that's like the circumference okay. of it. You okay. know. Uh huh. Have you had your regular vet look at it? Um. You know, he had. Um, I had a. Um, you know, he he had a great. I, not the regular vet. Well, you know, I really ha- don't take him because he's been a well dog. Okay, good. But, you know, um, so nobody's uh, really taken a look at it. A vet hasn't taken a look at it. Um, well, yes. When I had him, when I took him to Vetco to have um, the rabies shot because I um, that they looked at it and said it was nothing, that it was just, you know. Okay, good. Leave um, it alone. There you go. Oh, uh, and yes, I did have it looked at. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on this. Yes, I did have it looked, re-looked at by a vet, um, and they said, no, it's nothing. We can we can take it off, you know, if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either, um, either pay to have it surgically removed or leave it alone. These, yeah. these little benign lumps and bumps, they don't do anything. I understand that every time you pet your dog, your hand runs into yeah. that thing, and you're like, darn uh, it. Yeah. You know what? And, and my little mini golden doodle had one of those kind of in his armpit. And um, yeah. after, after the groomer nicked it a couple of times, okay. I realized that every time I yeah. took him to be groomed, I had to say, hey, remember, remember. he's got this thing here. Yeah. And then uh, uh, it went away last year. Okay. So, it, I mean, he'd had it for I don't know how many years. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. but realistically, these little lumps and bumps that are benign, we don't understand why your dog's body is doing this stuff, but it does not yeah. cause any problems. If it bothers you that sure. much, have it surgically removed. But otherwise, yeah. leave it alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it bothers me more than. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But you know what? I, I think with these things, uh, it is serving a purpose, right? His body is doing this sure. for a reason. We don't understand what the reason is, 
but oh. I, I would not interfere with whatever agenda my dog's body has set. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Okay. You pet him along the side or whatever. Try to just... (laughs) Someplace else. Yeah, but you give him a little under the chin or in the chest. Or my fingers when I... Yeah. There you go. You'll figure it out. Thank you. You take care. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Good direction. Thank you. (laughs) There you go. Don't touch that spot. Right. There you go. Because like Gilligan, he's got one on the side. It's behind his left ear down on his neck a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I, luckily it's not a place that I always would pet him. You, you know, it's not like, you know, when you pet him on the top of the head or over the back and the shoulders or the butt or whatever type thing. But, you know, every once in a while, is there, you still have it? And so I have to say, oh, yeah, you're still there. And and my mm-hmm. groomer, Tracy, knows she remembers that it's there. So, Well, it is the kind of thing that you you do want to, like, you know, run into it every now and then. You want to make sure it's not growing. You want to make right. sure it hasn't changed. Right. And he, sure. it hasn't. Yeah. 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 Okay, why do fish live in salt water? Why do fish live in salt water? Be back. You are tuning in late. Uh, too bad you missed a good show. <laughs> but you can go to mytalk1071.com and go to my KDK9 show page and you can catch today's uh, uh, what we talked about with Dr. Jessica Levy. Next week, we are not here because it's Memorial Weekend. The weekend that I try to get everything mowed, everything weed whip, sit down in the middle of the yard with a beer and go, looky, looky, doesn't it look pretty? And we'll see if that happens. <laughs> and then also do steak on the grill. But June 1st, when I come back June 1st, Sunday, I will now be at a new time. So please pass that along to everybody. And hopefully you'll follow me. I'm going to be on Sundays now from noon to 2. Noon to 2 on Sundays. Because just like anything else, Hubbard Broadcasting is an awesome company in that. And just like everything, you know, you're trying to find producers and having a split shift. You know, a Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. It's just kind of like... It just warned out that this is just what we have to do. You know, we have to move me to noon to two, so that's better than moving me out the door. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. We never did get Josh to talk on the phone. I talk well, online. I think he yeah. knows this this trivia. Oh, this is he gonna actually talk? Yes, oh. I do. Oh, look at there. <laughs> he talks. So, he talks. So yeah. Okay. Uh, the answer to the riddle is pepper makes them sneeze. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, yes. I'm Let's impressed. Go. Now, did, did you use that in your in your noggin, or did he look it up on a line? He did not cheat. <laughs> oh, he did not cheat. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so why do fish live uh, in salt water? Because pepper makes them sneeze. I think that's really a funny joke. Myself. That is a good one. I think, and I've done. Look at that. What are the what are the harder ones? And he guessed. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> that got it. He's gonna work. There we go. He's gonna start combing through silly joke books. <laughs> Prepping right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got one last call for the day. Yes. Who's up? We have Tracy, and she has a kitten, and she has questions about nutrition. Already there. Hi, Tracy. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. You know, you got new kittens. One, two, twelve. Oh. I talked to you probably two months ago. I had a cat that passed from um, FIP, and the new cat was trying to be dominant by grabbing the back of the net of our older male. Okay. So she has had extremely stinky poop. So I searched it out. Everything said go grain-free, so I did. Okay. Now it seems like... The smell's starting to taper, okay. but her poop is not solid. Okay. Um, it's not like runny diarrhea, but it's definitely 
looser, almost like a really thick milkshake. Okay. Okay, but what food are you feeding her? Um, the Purina One True Instinct Grain Free Chicken. Canned? And dry. she gets, um, wait, say that again? Do you get, is that a can or is it a dry food? It's a dry food. And then I also give them um, cat treats that are the fancy feast. They come as like um, little packets in a bag and it's fresh meat. It's salmon, fish, chicken. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, so have all the cats doing the same thing or just that one? Just the kitten. Okay. And how old is the kitten now? She's about 10 months. 10 months, okay. Did you have a poop sample checked? I did not. There you go. That's where I would start. Yeah, she probably got worms. Almost every cat, every almost every kitten and every puppy is born with worms. And as, as usually as round worms, and then okay. some of them do have tapeworms. Okay. Uh, but you, that's the first step you do when things ain't working right. Or and sometimes too with roar worms, they you, they can get like a pot belly look. Correct. Right. Sometimes though, but right. not always. Always. Yeah. I had a lady in recently with a really nice looking puppy. Puppy looked great. Did not have a pot belly at all. Okay. The poop was completely normal. Okay. She had four different kinds of parasites in there. Really. I know. I would never have suspected. Wowzer. Interesting. So. Yeah, so de- definitely worth checking out. So what happens is um, when the mothers are pregnant, uh, there's something about the hormones that are um, uh, circulating in pregnant uh, dogs and cats, and that it makes the worms that are hiding out in their muscles, the worms oh. wake up. Whoa. And so basically the worms come out of hiding in the muscle tissues, Ooh. cross Ooh. the placenta, Ooh. Oh. And literally, puppies and kittens are born with worms. But ah. if you tested the adults, you would never find eggs in their stool because they don't have they're they don't have active worms. Wow! And they look great. Like the worms, from their perspective, are totally under control. But that's why it is it's common for puppies and kittens to be born with worms. And it also does not mean that the breeder did a bad a job, job or yep, has yep. a dirty kennel right. yep, or yep. doesn't right. mean anything like that. Yep. It's just kind of a wow. this is how nature works. Well, I didn't know that. Now, look, it, it paid for me to come to my own radio show today. <laughs> I learned something new. Some days it's worth waking up for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, additional question. Um, the, her stool, it's almost black. Does that signify anything, or is it just... Not necessarily. Okay. I'm I mean, overthinking. I, I do. I, I get a lot of... Um, my, like, my text messages kind of fill up with poop pictures yeah. sometimes, and... <laughs> You know, people are like, look at this one. This one has mucus on the outside. This yeah. one has stuff on the inside. This one's this color. This one's that color. Yeah. Okay. Here's my follow-up question, and then I think I'm done. Okay. Um, so I just switched um, I switched Thor's food to grain-free as well, because I'm like, I might as well just go grain-free, period. Yes, of if course. If I'm doing one, do them for both. You bet. Um, huh? Yes. That's excellent. Yeah. So um, does it? How long does it take if it does, or maybe I'm overthinking, um, does the switching to grain free, would that change like the stool consistency? Yes. How long would it take for that to almost become solid? Because Thor's good, like mm-hmm. he's solid, no stinky, nothing. It's 
just her. Yeah, but we right. don't know. She might have parasites. Right. She might have parasites, right. and everybody's an individual. So, yeah. like okay. with one of my dogs, um, the first 10 months that I had him, I spent with a lot of supplements and homeopathic remedies fixing his intestines. And yeah. he did not have worms. Okay. So, yep. yeah, some some people need a little more. Now, remember now, you you want a grain-free, and you're better off to do more canned grain-free and hardly any. I personally would throw the dry out the window. Okay? I agree. Get rid of the dry yep. food. And, yep. and feed okay. variety. So yes. you can't go to the store and say, now, which ones have chicken in them? Yes. You have right. to feed cats every protein they will eat under the sun. See, that's why so Nutrisource has got, I think, about five different, six different ones without chicken. Because chicken is in everything in the cats, and a lot of cats are getting cat, cat, aller, or cat allergy, chicken allergies. And so that's okay. why, like I say, uh, in Nutrisource, I use the, uh, the Country Select, and then their turkey and liver. And then um, in Dave's, I use the turkey and giblets. And then okay. in Earthborn, I use their mackerel. Uh, you okay. know what I mean? So, you I mean, you just, you got to change up the, the proteins. And uh, and like I said, it give them raw meat. You know, you're, okay. if you're cutting up chicken, throw some to the cat. Cutting up, uh, you're having hamburger, give yep. some to the cat. You know, um, doing turk ground turkey, ground hamburger, just anything. You know, that's the, the variety is what you need to do. Okay. And still give it to them twice a day, yes. morning and afternoon or night, correct? Yep. yep. Uh, some people feed their cats once a day, so, yeah. you know, it's up to you. Uh, on days when I'm home more, my cats end huh. up getting fed three times a day, sure. you know, because they'll just okay. kind of bully me into it. So. Yeah. And one more question. I know you say raw, um, mm-hmm. but I always, growing up, and I've always thought if I give the cats literally raw meat, it might mess them up. That's true, not true. Not true. Not true. That, that is what they're built to eat, right? Eat birds and mice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, we got to yeah. let you go. It's winding right, down. Thank you so much, guys. You betcha. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, just a reminder, folks, do, I will not be here next live. We'll do a best of next weekend. And then um, June 5th, when I'm back, I'll be on from noon to 2, okay? Noon to 2. If you forget, check my Katie Canine Facebook page. Or if you want to check out all where my classes are, my shy, timid dog class, my puppy classes, my beginner one classes, just go to mytalk1071.com and all the, the websites there, the Facebook faces there. And how do they get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. And remember, folks, if you don't train them, don't blame them. I hope it was so good to see your friendly face. And congratulate just, or Josh, you got one right. <laughs> the many more. Take care, guys. Make it a safe Memorial Weekend. Hey!